0: Right, something a little bit different now, as I do like to do from time to time. Now, a few years ago, a lady by the name of Lisa Jansen decided to change her life from what we perceive as sort of like a normal life. You have a job, rent or a mortgage, city life, all that sort of stuff. But she's gone for the nomad life. So I'm interested in it. So Lisa, Lisa, what brought about your life change?
1: I was sort of six and a half years ago. Now, six years ago. Now, I was very much getting ready to set up on the on the adventure. Um, but basically, what happened? The so long story short is, I was 33, and all my friends were getting married, having kids, settling down, you know, progressing their careers, and like nothing wrong with that. You know, it's great to see it, and love all the kids, and you know, to be part of it. But I just didn't feel drawn to it. You know, I just couldn't see myself put on a white dress and walk down the aisle or raise a bunch of kids. Um, and just really just started to ask myself, you know, what what else is there? Like, what do you do with your life if you don't want to follow that traditional path? And couldn't really see a lot of options. I mean, the only sort of, you know, option that you do see is that kind of high-flying, you know, career-focused life and, you know, earning lots of money and high fashion and, and parties and going out and, it just didn't feel like me either you know so it's like okay there must be something else you can like do you know with your life and um and so originally what I decided to do is I'm just going to take some time off um because at the time you know I was doing what so many of us in our early 30s are doing you know I was living in Auckland I was working really hard lots of long hours you know really busy hectic life um and I was like oh no I'm going to have to take a time out and, you know, figure out who I am and what I want to do when I'm not, you know, working 50 hours a week. Um, And so I decided to buy a camper van. And I said, I'm going to spend the summer traveling around New Zealand and just, you know, figuring out what life is like when you're not um, just working. And that summer then turned into, yeah, coming up six years as a nomad now. So it kind of took a life on its own there.
0: (laughs) So, Six and a half years ago, you thought there's got to be something more to this. So, have you found what you're looking for? Are you looking what you're looking for, or you don't really care what happens? How, where's your mindset at now, six and a half years later?
1: Yeah, so I think the answer I've found for myself is kind of that I don't need an answer. So, um, I think that you know, for me, what I've come to realize, like, I really appreciate like, not having. This set life plan, but kind of, you know, being, um, I guess, a lot more flexible and, um, you know, at different times in life, you know, I want to do different things and, and there are times where I'm a lot more career focused and then there are times where I'm a lot more travel focused and, you know, just having fun and adventure. And, and I'm really, um, really happy and really excited that I created this life where there are so many opportunities and possibilities and so many things that I could do and, and I don't really know which ones I will do, but um, you know, it, it's just you're yeah, having those possibilities, and that's kind of been the answer for me.
0: You're still working though, as uh, doing some yes. freelance work. Uh, so, a lot of the mainstream pressures that people in day to day life are, is is financial stress and the economy and all that sort of thing. How do you address mm-hmm. that situation for yourself?
1: Yeah, look, I'm super lucky. In that regard, so I, um, before I, you know, set off on this um, nomadic lifestyle, I was um, just working as a head marketing for a software company, so had a career in marketing, and um, was really lucky that that translated really well into working remotely and essentially you not know, being a digital nomad, and so for the last, you know, six years now, um, I've been able to do that work remotely, most of the time on a part-time basis. You know, there's been times where I've you know, been back to working 40 and hours and more a week, but most of the times so with my sweet spot is, you know, 25 hours, 30 hours a week and less over summer if I can, you know, having more, more free time over summer is always nice. Um, but, yeah, so that's been been really awesome. Um, and then in parallel to that, you know, I've been um, building a career as a writer, so have been able to make a little bit of money as a writer as well. So kind of two, you know, income streams that both allow me to work from anywhere. So that's obviously been really, you know, really key. And, and I appreciate that, you know, not everyone is in that, Kind of situation where not everyone has a profession that travels and so I'm very lucky. But yeah, look, it's, um, you know, it's definitely been on my mind and I'm, I'm one of those people, you know, I really value, um, the, the freedom and the adventure, but I also value financial security and, um, you know, definitely thought about that, um, and having, you know, income and having work is important to me. But of course, the other side is that, you know, the way I've lived for the last six years is a lot cheaper than, you know, how most people live, like I haven't um, had to pay rent or a mortgage. Um, and of course, you know, a camper van costs a bit of money, but not as much as rent or a mortgage. So, you know, a really affordable lifestyle, and um, plus, you know, work I can do from anywhere um, it's worked really well for me.
0: And so is how much, how, how many nights in, in an average year, would you spend in sleeping in your camper van, or do you do house sitting? Do you do Airbnb's? Do you do camping? How how does an, an average year, if there is such a thing, look like for you?
1: And <laughs> um, so, for the first um, four and a half, almost five years after I set up, I was full time in my camper van. So I had the odd week, you know, especially over winter. Sometimes I'd house sit for you know four weeks, five weeks, and sometimes a couple of months. Um, but most of the you know nights would be in the van. Um, I actually right at this moment don't have my camper van anymore, and um, so I've been a full time house sitter for almost a year now. Um, just kind of you know wanted a bit of a change. I really miss the camper, so I'm mm. you know, thinking about getting one again. Um, but yeah, so for the last year I've been a full time house sitter. Um, I do have the art night and Airbnb's in between because obviously house sits don't always line up perfectly. And um, so, you know, I don't know, like, never, I should count, but I'd say maybe, you know, 15, 20 nights a, a year in, in Airbnb in this, this past year, sort of just off the top of my head, and, and the rest
0: just in health And living this lifestyle, we're talking to Lisa Jensen. she's actually written a book called Life Done Differently, which I, I think will be full of life lessons for a lot of people as well. Do you meet <laughs> like-minded people on your travels?
1: Yeah, it's been by far the best thing out of all of this for me. I mean, when I, you know, first started and I had all these questions and thoughts, like I literally thought I was the only person in New Zealand who doesn't want to follow the traditional path, you know, because everyone around me was doing it. And then I stepped out of it and I started to be part of the nomad community and travel and you know met um, a lot of awesome people like in New Zealand, but then also you know online started to connect with other nomads from all over the world. Um, and yes, yeah, so it's been amazing. Just you know, seeing actually, it's like I'm definitely not the only one. You know, there's lots of people asking themselves these sort of questions and, and you know, thinking about different ways to do life and in big and small ways. Um, so, yeah, that's been absolutely awesome.
0: Now, I apologize if I get this wrong, but do, do I t- detect a slight South African accent?
1: <laughs> um, I, I'm from German originally, born and bred in Britain, Germany. I moved to New Zealand 17 years ago now, from New Zealand home. Uh-huh. Um, I did spend a little bit of time in South Africa, okay? so there could be a, a bit of, you know, influence from that in
0: there as well. Have you been tempted to take this nomad lifestyle international? Go go and travel South Africa. I'd imagine South Africa would be a fantastic place to travel or through Europe. Has that been a temptation or a consideration? Definitely a
1: bit of a consideration. That's if people ask me this question and um, the, the main reasons I haven't, so for all, I just love New Zealand, like love it, love it, and we live in such an amazing, beautiful country. And you're like, why go anywhere else? You know, when you've got this like amazing country right here. Um, and also I love, um, you know, I've got lots of activities that I love doing. I've got travel around with a stand-up paddleboard and a longboard and kite surfing gear and hiking gear and a bike and, you know, all that stuff that just makes it so fun to explore different parts of the country. And I can do that if I go overseas, you know, if you go overseas, you sort of have to pack it down to one or two bags, not a car full of, or a van full of stuff, you know, so, Um, that's probably for the other reason you know why I've stayed close to home but yeah first and foremost I just love New Zealand you know why would you go anywhere else (laughs) I
0: love that I love that so um, there'll be a lot of people listening now thinking that wouldn't be so bad because I, I'm i on social media a lot and you get all these ads saying, hi, I'm John mm-hmm. and this is my wife Elizabeth and this is our beach and we travel and if you want an online mm-hmm. business, join up with us. And I just think, nah, nah, nah. You nah, just You yeah. You just went and did it yourself and found your own path. Yeah,
1: definitely. And look, I'd so like, be really, really careful about these sort of people that promise they can you know create that career and income stream for you. I'm sure there are some that are genuine and and you know actually work but uh, I agree with you a lot of it is, you know I don't think it's trustworthy I think the better approach is to you know think about like what skills can you develop and um, there's definitely you know an increasing amount for freelancers in different um, sectors there's more companies sort of open to remote working and a lot of seasonal work around New Zealand you know I know several nomads who you know work in um, fruit picking and packing and hospitality and agriculture and all sorts of areas who just you know travel around and, and work for three months and then take two months off and then work again for a few months. Um, so, you know, I think um, any, anything that, you know, sounds too good to be true probably is too good to be true. Um, the most um, successful pathway is probably putting in the hard work and, you know, figuring out a, a career that, that works for you.
0: So, it's it's also You sound really, really comfortable in your decision. I can feel your energy. I can yes. I can sense your contentment. Is there anything you miss about the non-nomadic lifestyle?
1: Um, you know, there's not a lot, but there is one thing, and, and this is the one thing that will ultimately make me, I think, want to stay, you know, at least put somewhere, have a base somewhere, and that is feeling connected to a community. Um, you know, you travel around as much as I have. It's been awesome. Like, I've been, you know, Seen so many amazing places and met so many amazing people and had these adventures and I've loved it and I would do it exactly the same way again. But you start know after six years, feel a bit so just disconnected sometimes, you know. And I would love to just be in a community again. And the little things, you know, like go to your local coffee shop where you know your name and how you like your coffee, or mm-hmm. you know, getting involved in a in a group or you know, join a tramping club or you know, do some classes. Or those sort of like little things, right? That and just make you feel connected to your community. So that's the the one thing I miss and I've heard a lot of other nomads talk about that too. Um, so that's the you know, the the reason why I sometimes think, Oh, you know, like I don't I don't wanna stop traveling completely, but maybe having a base somewhere, you know, would be nice at some point.
0: Yeah. Well, Lisa, um you're living the life you've chosen, and a lot of people don't do yeah. that. We 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 fit into the slot that's been prescribed as a normal lifestyle, and you've decided to jump out of that slot. So I really commend you for that, and um, I'm going to get your book, Life Done Differently, and um, we don't have to go full nomad, but we might learn something off someone like you. I think it's quite inspirational. So I really appreciate you. Well uh, I really appreciate you jumping on, Lisa. Well done.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. And just want to add, you know, what you just said. Like, I think that's really what it's all about. You know, you don't have to live in a van. I think it's just about, you know, being just a little bit more awake in our lives and just making decisions, you know, um, with intent and figuring out what works for us rather than just sort of blindly following what everyone else is doing. So, um, you know, I totally agree with that. Not everyone needs to live in a van, but um, a lot of people can benefit from just being a little bit more present and, and aware in their life.